Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the world's strongest man, WWE Hall of Famer, world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I talk all about SmackDown from last night, SmackDown on Fox, especially Sasha Banks and Bailey, and what's going to happen in that matchup, that five-woman challenge at WrestleMania 36. We get into all that, and also, is Bailey in the right role going to WrestleMania 36? Also, we get into WrestleMania 36 in a big way, and one hell of an inspiring speech from Mark Henry on why we need WrestleMania more than ever coming up this week. And also, we get to talk to Jacob Henry, son of Mark Henry, and get his take on the Boneyard match between AJ Styles and The Undertaker. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We had one hell of a SmackDown last night on Fox. You know, as much as the show was great and... We're still moving. We're, we're keeping the ball rolling. Who who did, who struck you last night as somebody that I wasn't expecting them to kind of steal the show with their energy, but they did. Who was now you're that saying person? they. You're saying they. So are you no, talking no, no. about a tag team? Who, who was it? Who was it? All right. I, I'm going to throw one out of left field, Mark, and you may you may strike me down. But you know who really grabbed me? And it's somebody that's been completely forgotten for a long time in the WWE. And I thought had a really strong showing last night was Tamina. Tamina Snuka had a really good night last night. And she made you remember who she truly is. Because she's been forgotten. That, that's, that's true. But I would have to say that the person, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion is Nikki Cross was so off the chain last night with her energy, with the fact that she just kept on Michael Cole. She got the crowd. Well, I said she got me going. She, I was a member of the crowd through the screen, and her energy was infectious. It, it, she, she, made, she, she made that match as much as the two women that were in it. And I just, you know, I have to give her a shout out. You know what, Mark? We talked about this on our show yesterday about 
this is a feel out process with everything that's going on right now. Unprecedented times in our in our nation, in our world. And when you look at our small part of it, the world of pro wrestling, which keeps on moving with new content each and every day, you know, where the rest of the world has stopped, we keep moving in our community. Uh, we're learning from each other, and they're learning from each and every week. You just mentioned, Mark, to start off the show today how, you know what, you're getting used to watching these shows without an audience. And they're doing a great job of masking the, the fact that there is no audience. The big difference with SmackDown from the first time we saw it without an audience to now is the first show we saw, they had the empty seats at the Performance Center. So as they were wrestling, as they were doing their promos, you saw the empty seats. Now they completely took all those seats away, completely gone. So you kind of forget that, you know, the empty seats was a reminder that there's nobody there. Even something as subliminal as like taking away those seats, man, it helps in that process. And we've seen it with AEW. We saw it the camera angles. AEW had certain camera angles. And WWE has done that. And now I think the WWE has done something that AEW did this past Wednesday. And that's the guest commentators. And a lot of guest commentators. And Nikki Cross was a fine example of that. Her energy, like you said, her energy... And her passion was infectious. Her, you know, slamming on, uh, slamming at the desk and yelling and screaming and shaking cheering. Michael Cole. <laughs> you know what it? You know what it did? It deadened that silence. Yeah. Because the 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 thing that was really haunting and surreal is as you were wa- watching these matches earlier on, you can almost hear the echo of the empty venue. That's completely changed because now having these guest commentators and them cheering and them being loud, it's almost like there is an actual crowd in the venue. Mark. Yeah, and the same thing with Miz and Morrison. Like. Yep. I just, you know, can't give Miz enough credit. Uh, We had Miz on the show about six months ago. And talking to him and seeing his development and seeing, like, he is the only guy that I know that was able to uh, go from most hated to most loved to most hated in the way that he did it and been a champion pretty much the whole time he did it. I mean, it, that's, it's, it's amazing. And when you start talking about Hall of Fame careers, uh, you, you can't not put Miz in that, in that category because he's one of those guys that how many people had, a, had their own show? How many sure. people have hosted uh, all of the events that he's hosted for WWE? And the TV shows and – the movies and he's he and he's not been out of WWE doing those films. They're all WWE branded uh films. So uh Miz has been a big part of what the WWE has become and um he's no he's no time slowing down. <laughs> he's not an old guy. No, he's not. He's he's in the prime of his career. And you just said something that's interesting, and this is why I love talking to you. And I'm glad that we have like a Saturday and we can kind of freestyle a little bit on yeah. Saturday as well, which I love. You mentioned the Miz is a Hall of Famer. Listen, if 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 Miz decided today I'm going to hang it up, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any question. And you talked about how, you know, he's been the most hated heel in the WWE. And then he's also 
been times where he's the most popular wrestler in the WWE. Something else that Miz does not get a lot of credit for, and and you know this, Mark, like when the Miz first came, you know, he was a, a reality TV star and he came into the world of the WWE. I'm sure that wasn't easy, and I'm sure he probably didn't get the respect of his peers right off the bat either. So I'm sure no. that was a, a battle and a struggle they had to go through. And then, you know, he didn't get the respect from the fans. So he started off at the bottom rung of that ladder and climbed his way up to the top where he was main eventing WrestleMania 27. And a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people hated it. A lot of people disrespected him. They said he wasn't good in the ring. And what The Miz did is he got better at everything. He got better on the microphone. He got better in the ring. Then, you know what, as he was getting better, he kind of got knocked down that rung. He stopped being a world champion, and he kind of fell down that ladder. And what did he do? He worked his way back up that ladder again to be the top performer in the company. So, man, that takes a lot of grit to be able to do that, to not, yeah. to get, to get, to not get respect from your peers, not get respect from your audience. Become a world champion. In the office. Get knocked in the off. Thank you, Mark. And then get knocked down that ladder and work your way up again. I mean, I have nothing but respect for the Miz. And man, man, truer words were never spoken by you, Mark, when you say at the end of the day, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. And it's it's good to see the the hokiness that that Morrison brings as a heel. But when Morrison gets in the ring and starts working, you don't see that. And and that's the thing that sets him aside from other guys is he looks the part. He grew up, and we talk about Drew McIntyre is like the poster child for a wrestler growing up and becoming a man and looking the part, working the part, and talking the part. And Morrison did the same thing. He left here pretty much a kid. Uh, went and worked the Indies. He grew up, you know. He's got, you know, he's, his body never looked better than it than it does now. Um, but the thing about it is, he believes who he is, and when you believe who you are, and you have no doubt that I'm going to go out there and get the job done, the crowd can only fall in line because they don't. It's not a looking through you type of thing. Um, I, I I really wasn't overly impressed with the promos uh, from Sasha and Bailey. I thought it was not emotional enough. It wasn't uh, if if my friend and I got pitted to fight, there would have been a lot more. I'm I'm guys. I don't, I don't want to fight my friend. I don't want to fight my friend. I mean, if they force me to, then I, I have to do it. But <laughs> Why, why, who, who does that? Why would you put, that's, that's like making brothers fight. Like what's wrong with you? Like they didn't do that. And I think there should have been more of that unless yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I, I got a lot I of agree. chit chatter. A lot of chit chat. I, I mean, if you go back to Friday Night SmackDown from last night, to me, the beginning of that show was the weakest part of the show with, with Bailey and Sasha for the point you just made, like, 
we got a lot of great promos. We got a lot of great energy. We got some really good wrestling. They had a really good flashback match from WrestleMania 32, which I kind of yeah. question because we're going to see that WrestleMania uh, on Sunday. But I digress for a second. I, I think the weakest part of that show was the opening segment because, Mark, what you just said, it, it wasn't how people really feel or people really talk. You got to tap into true emotions, and they didn't do that in that opening segment with Bailey and Sasha last night. No, and I'm going to tell you right now, the reason that we're talking about this right now is the standard. You're judged by the standard around you, and Randy... Seth mm. Rollins, like Kevin Owens, Bray Wyatt, John. These promos lately have been whew, pretty historically good. And I'll be damned if I'm a talent and I'm working and I go out there and I'm not going to try to dethrone whoever had the best promo of the week last week or the week before that, and they didn't get the opportunity to do that, and I feel like, man, that's what a, what a travesty. Well, Mark, you just said it about trying to outdo. I mean, I know it's crazy right now and everything that's going on in the world, but we are just days away from WrestleMania. This is WrestleMania season. We're, we're not only on the road to WrestleMania, we're at the last stop before WrestleMania. So right. if there's ever a time that you're going to make a promo that's going to get people to feel you and want to see you, it's a week before WrestleMania 36. Yeah, turn so, it up. I mean, turn it up is 100% right. Now's the time to do it, Mark. Man, listen, Lacey Evans didn't go out there with the intent on just sticking to the script. She went out there and got over. Like, she was the most impressive of all of the women that were in that promo segment. And I, I just I just refuse. I think there should be a more of a competitive nature uh, between the, the guys and girls. And that didn't happen. It, did, it didn't live up. And they've got to be able to do it, Dave. They've got to yeah. be able to do it. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. It's always this time of year where I feel like a kid again. WrestleMania season, the week yeah. before WrestleMania, the week of WrestleMania. Obviously, Mark, this is completely different than we've ever experienced. It doesn't feel like WrestleMania week is approaching. Like usually we're you and I are out on the road. We're doing shows in front of the the busted open nation. We're hanging out with the nation. We're partying. You know, there's all the events around WrestleMania. None of that is happening this year. And it just doesn't have that feel to it. And then on top of it, and this is something that, obviously, Mark, we're going to try to avoid. We talked yesterday. Ryan sat and had to report that Roman Reigns is out for WrestleMania 36. No acknowledgement of that on SmackDown last night. And there's all these other rumors about possibilities of this wrestler being out, this wrestler is out. Until the WWE confirms it, we're not going to talk about it. Uh, one one wrestler we do know is that that is out is Dana Brooke. It's no longer a six pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's five, 
But, you know, we're going to do our best, Mark, especially this upcoming week, because we know a lot has been taped for WrestleMania 36. We are going to do our best to avoid any spoilers leading into next weekend. Yeah, I, I think that's only fair. Uh, and, Dave, I'm, I'm still excited. I'm still excited for WrestleMania. Um, we're not, like you said, we're not going to have the parties. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're not going to be on the road uh, promoting uh, events that we're going to do and signings and all of the things that come with going to WrestleMania. Uh, but we're still going to get WrestleMania. And, I, I'm, I mean, this is this is a really good time for us as pro wrestling fans. Um, I'm trying to think of a time in my life where wrestling was not at the forefront of everything that was in my life. I can't think of it. When, when the Olympics were going, the reason that I'm here is because during Olympic time, when I did interviews and people said, well, what do you do in your spare time? I watch wrestling. So that, that, that gave me that in is the fact that, people knew that I was a fan and they wanted to talk to me about wrestling. And that was one of the best conversations that I had. My son yesterday, um, they came up with the, uh, they sent the message out about the yearbooks. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you ever was going to get a yearbook, this is the year to get a yearbook because you'll be 50 years old. And you'll be telling your kids, you know what? When the pandemic happened, I was, I lived in it. I was there. And that's the, that's the, that's the moment that we have in pro wrestling. You know what, Dave, we, our life expectancy is maybe another 30 years, 40 years, max. Don't you want to be able to the next 30 years say how you lived through this thing? It didn't, it didn't take you out. Everybody was frightened. It was a horrible time. But I remember the WrestleMania and where I was sitting when it happened. Shit. I'm telling you, I, I, I feel that way. And I, I get excited about anything, though. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm very emotional and very excitable. But that's the conversation that I had yesterday with my son. Wow. I mean, talk about just you know, inspiring and getting you ready for WrestleMania, Mark. You just did it, and and I love it. That should be the rallying cry. You know, we got to put that up on social media later because to me, that's the rallying cry for this year's WrestleMania. Is just what you said, like the the fighting spirit. You know, um, yes. we're going through we're going through such horror right now, and 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 what the world is battling. We're battling it, battling it together and then you have something like WrestleMania 36 and a lot of people myself included have wondered you know should this go on should it have been postponed should we have waited until we're on the other side of this thing before we even consider a WrestleMania mark you just said it why every reason why we should have this year's WrestleMania because we will get through this and this is going to be the WrestleMania you look back on and say you know what Everything else shut down. There was nothing going on. Nothing. There, there wasn't a lot of hope 
Our our spirits were down. We were depressed. But you know what? April 4th and 5th of 2020, we were able to share WrestleMania. Pro wrestling did not stop. And, man, that, that speech that you just made is really, truly a rallying cry and somebody that everybody should listen to if they think that this year's WrestleMania should not happen. And I thank you for it, Mark, because... You're going to remember this WrestleMania 50 years from now, 30 years from now, 25 years from now, because it's going to be that WrestleMania. Like you just said, I knew exactly where I was when Drew McIntyre faced Brock Lesnar. And and, and, and you're going to be telling your grandkids and and kids, they they did it in front of zero fans. And here's why. This is what the world was going through when this match took place. This is what my family and your family was going through when WrestleMania 36 happened in April of 2020. And people are going to say, what? There were no crowds? No! Not one person in the audience. They did it live streaming. They did it on on. on, on the WWE network and, and, and everybody was at home watching it. Get out of here. So what were you doing? Hell, I was sitting on my couch. <laughs> I was jumping up and down. I was acting up like I was in the arena. That's, that's the way it's going to be. That's the conversation that is going to be had with that little kid that's curious that we introduce to pro wrestling, our grandkids. Can you imagine, like, I know I'm fast forward in like 20 years, but I don't want to, I really don't want to do that. I wanted to take each moment for what it is for the rest of my life, as long as I'm on this earth. But I'm just saying, I can see down the road. I've been trained to look so far ahead that I don't fall in the hole that's ahead. And that's what pro wrestling is. We, we've, we've evolved from thinking day to day to thinking about the future. And, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about the mortality of, of, of the Hall of Fame. N- no other sport, you go into it going, wow, I want to be in the Hall of Fame. Mo- most football players, basketball players, baseball, golf, marbles, Olympians, o- Olympians kind of do because you're competing against history. You're not competing just against the people that you're in the arena with, the field, the play, the court that you're on. You're competing against history, the numbers, the statistics. And I am all about that life, Dave. I want to compete against the ghost. And and LeBron James said it last year. He said, "I, I love competing against the guys that I'm playing basketball with. But I'm really competing against ghosts, the ghost of Michael Jordan, the ghost of Bob Cousy, Wilt Chamberlain. You name somebody. That's who I'm competing against. And I was like, wow, I never – wow, thanks, LeBron. LeBron gave a, uh, a wake-up call to the sports world. Sometimes you got to look a little bit further out. 
And that's exactly what we've all been trained to do in pro wrestling. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers Sirius XM no car required believe it or not um, we're now on that final end of the road for Wrestlemania 36 we're at the last stop here we go I mean we're a week away it's exactly a week away because now with Wrestlemania 36 being two nights on Saturday and Sunday Mark uh, this is something that you know we got to get excited about it feels different there's no doubt about it we're used to being together as a community for wrestlemania weekend now we're apart but that doesn't mean you still can't enjoy it be a wrestling fan you know this is this is what it's all about and and even though it's going to be tough when we get to the other side of this we're going to remember how strong we were as a pro wrestling community how this train never stopped rolling and we still had wrestlemania 36 and you know the car is I guess a little bit in flux you know Mark and I are going to try our best to stay away from spoilers there's so many rumors about what's going on until things are confirmed for sure uh, we're not going to dive into it here on Busted Open Mark we're going to do our best to kind of navigate through everything and and if there are spoilers out there about the actual matches that are taking place at Wrestlemania 36 please please you know, don't spoil it from ev- for everyone else. Avoid those spoilers as best as you can. And, you know, let's enjoy what's going to happen next weekend. And something I really enjoyed last night on SmackDown and somebody you've kind of forgotten about. And I want to get your take on it, Mark, is, you know, we talked about the opening segment with Sasha and Bailey, and there wasn't a lot of grit to their promos. There wasn't a lot of realism to their promos. Somebody that I think really shined in that opening segment on SmackDown last night, Mark, was Tamina. And you've kind of forgotten about Tamina. And I know Tamina has kind of been off the show and there's been injuries with Tamina, but Tamina's a badass. And she's a damn good pro wrestler. And I think she showed that last night on SmackDown, Mark. What are your thoughts? You know what? Tamina is is a heater. She's one that you could do everything right. And she can put you on the other side of the equation. She can, she can rise up and, and, and take over in a time when you wouldn't think that she would be able to just because of her sheer size and strength. Uh, and, and we forget how athletic she is. I mean, uh, both her daughters are, are high-level volleyball players, and she comes from it. Like her father, Hall of Famer, like her pedigree is – just without equal. And uh, it's good to see her finally come back in a, in a prominent role, get featured and to make look like she is. And that's, that's great. Yeah. And, 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 and she is a talent and she makes you forget. And maybe, you know, like Mark, we were just talking about at the end of last hour, about you never know when your time is going to be your time. When your favorite superstar, you feel like, you know what, they've kind of gone down to that bottom rung of the ladder and have to work their way up. 
everybody kind of gets that opportunity. And maybe, just maybe, at WrestleMania 36, I know I know she would be an underdog for sure, but maybe this could be a time where Tamina can really, really shine. And I love the fact that they, they you know, you forgot about her, but last night they made you remember how good she is. And maybe, just maybe, she could be a SmackDown Women's Champion at WrestleMania. Yeah, and standing over two really, really good pro wrestlers, just standing above and beyond. And then you have two other, like, historically great female wrestlers walking away from her like, oh, my God, I don't want none of that. Mm -mm, No, thank you. I'll take my ball and go home. And and that that's a really really prominent place that they put her in, and that she earned that spot. You know, when you look at this matchup at WrestleMania 36, Mark, like, let's break it down. Now that we know Dana Brooke is out, and it's not going to be that six pack challenge, it's going to be the five women in that match. When it comes to Sasha Banks and Bailey, Bailey being your SmackDown Women's Champion, um, I think I'm ready for a change. This this is no disrespect to Bailey; she hasn't really done a lot for me as champion. And you could have uh, that team of Sasha and Bailey move forward, or maybe at WrestleMania 36 that relationship disintegrates, and maybe there's a feud between those two. And it doesn't necessarily have to surround. A championship. And then you look at Naomi, and Naomi's kind of like my favorite to be the new SmackDown Women's Champion. I, I, I love Naomi. I think she's super talented, underrated in a lot of ways. You have Lacey Evans, who's you know still somewhat new on the scene. As you said, amazing promo. I mean, she kind of, in a lot of ways, schooled Bailey and Sasha Banks with her mic work last night. Think about that. She, you know, she schooled two veterans on the microphone. And then you have Tamina. When you look at that matchup, what do you expect is going to happen at WrestleMania 36? Well, just like you said, Dave, I really would hope that the saga goes on between um, Bailey and Sasha, but without the title. I think that um, it looks like Bailey is going to win, and then because of Sasha, uh, the title goes elsewhere, regardless of maybe Lacey Evans becomes champion. And Sasha and Bailey implode. I would have won if it wasn't for you trying to sneak one and you're supposed to be my friend, and now I'm going to make it my life's mission to make you miserable. You are no longer my friend, and let them go at it for, you know, as long as it'll go, three, six months. Yeah. And then I mean, now you have another champion, a new champion, and, and think about the history. We, we, we talk about the history between Adam Cole, I mean, from Gargano uh, and Ciampa. Uh, imagine the history between Bailey and Sasha, all the way back to the PC, to NXT, to now being on both shows. I mean, you can see them both rise to the height of their powers and being both being champion. And now it's not about championships. It's about you scorned me. You hurt me. You took something away. You killed our friendship. You know, so there's that's two angles right there that could lead us for the next three to six months. 
And I love what you said, Mark, because it's so true. There's a history between those two. When you look at this women's revolution and evolution in the WWE, they're part of that foundation of what we're seeing right now. So there's the history there. And, and I think this is why we talked about at the start of Busted Open today, why we were so disappointed in that opening segment last night. Because there should be more emotion between these two. Now, you're talking yeah. about maybe an inevitable breakup at WrestleMania 36 where, you know, Sasha could cost, you know, Bailey to retain that championship or vice versa. Here's the thing. They're friends right now. Play off those emotions. It's it just seemed kind of generic, and when it comes to Sasha and Bailey, I don't want to hear generic. I want to hear emotion. I want to hear about the friendship. I want to hear about the history. I want to hear about the emotion between each other, and why they've been able to stay so so strong in their relationship between each other. If there's anybody that should give you a strong promo and make it emotional, it should be those two. Because there's so much to play off. Their relationship, their friendship, the women's evolution and revolution. The fact that, you know, Bailey, don't forget, you're the champion. And you worked your ass off to become the champion. Play off those emotions. I wish they would do that more. Because for that to be kind of the letdown segment last night, that's a travesty. This close to WrestleMania... I, I, have you two gotten too, so used to being a part of WrestleMania that this isn't a big deal? Because it should be. Because this is an historic WrestleMania. We've never seen this before. I, I was really let down by Sasha and Bailey last night. Yeah, but you know what, Dave? Like, there's other options. I mean, you could actually see uh, Sasha look like she's going to win and Bailey pull her off run her into the post, she goes out, Bailey comes down and pins Lacey or Tamina or whoever it is and retains the title. And now you have Sasha going, what in the hell did you just do? What did you just do? The whole point is to, is to make Bailey a heel. Then that, I mean, to screw your friend over? Now maybe we get the thing that can actually make her the heel that we think she can be. And it's, 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 the, it's career building, it's talent building. Um, I think that there's many options that you can use to, to get that job done. It's just a matter of which one do you pick? Which highway do you go down? And you have to be definitive and you got to make a decision. You can't do all of it. And I think a lot of times in pro wrestling, we try to serve too many masters. We try to, like, make too many people happy. Dave, I've, there have been times where I've been absolutely 100% disenchanted and pissed that something didn't go this way because it fell into the, the, all the moons and stars and planets lined up, and it was perfect for it, and then they didn't do it. And I'm like, wow. But, but it's, it's lined up. And that's, that's where we are. We have to pick all the stars and, and all the moons and planets are lined up. Like, but what road do you take? And it's hard, man. It's hard because, you you know, sometimes you have to pass over the person that deserves it the most to make the story matter. And I think that that's what's the biggest, um, that's the thing that's most on the prefaces of 
how we're going to get this done. And you talk about getting it done, Mark. Let me ask you a question. Can Bailey be a heel? Like, you know, Bailey was – there's been wrestlers over the history of pro wrestling that just could not be who they, are, who they weren't. You know, Ricky Steamboat was never the bad guy. Ricky Steamboat was always the good guy. He just never looked at him as a bad guy. I don't think he could ever have been that guy. And you know what? He had a Hall of Fame career. He was one of the best technical wrestlers of all time, and he was always the good guy. There's nothing wrong with that. It was hard to hate somebody like Ricky Steamboat. Let me ask you, could Bailey be like the modern-day version of a Ricky Steamboat where she is just so good and so loved, it's, it's kind of hard to portray her as anybody but that. That's true, and I, I see that. And But going away from it, I think, would be giving up on it. And you only got one chance to do this. And uh, I think that if it doesn't work, then Bailey goes back to being a babyface um, for the rest of her career. And I can see it the other way. We talked about it with Bailey retaining. Now, how about Bailey is the one that's going to beat Naomi or she's going to beat Sasha or, or she's going to beat some, uh, one of the other ladies. And Sasha pulls her off and runs her into the post. And she goes out and now Sasha becomes champion. And now you have Bailey cutting that promo on Monday. She's sitting there just dejected, emotionally whipped. And she comes back on Monday after WrestleMania. And she goes, I gave up my relationship with the crowd. I gave up my, all of my, my fandom because you led me to think that they were being selfish and I wasn't. And now I realize that you used me. You used me to get you over. No more. And then the wavy things come back. And we get the we get the Bailey that that we used to have. And now her and Sasha are running and golly, you talk about legs, that can really run. If you have Sasha be the heel that she is, and we maybe we can get that emotion that we talked about that we expect to see. You know, it's it, you're saying this, and it got it kind of reminds me, Mark, of your career when you wanted to be popular and you wanted to be loved. You you could feel it. It was it was in the expressions on your face. It was the way you spoke, the cadence of your voice. Everybody bought in. When you wanted to be hated and you had the ultimate swerves of anybody with that retirement speech, everybody bought in. Why? Because you showed the emotion on your face, Mark. You showed it in the emotion on your face. You heard it in your voice. And again, the cadence, the way you held the microphone, you know, the, the, the intent in your moves. You bought in. And by you buying in, everybody else bought in. If if Bailey truly wants to be hated, she's got to buy in. I I don't see her buying in right now. Like when she has that pouting look on her face, I don't buy it, man. I I just don't. And it's okay to be loved. It's okay to be loved. 
You know, it's okay to be the hugger. And you and you just saying it like Sasha Banks was meant to be hated. She's she's got that personality. She has that ego about her. She she's the way she looks at you. She way she looks down at you. Down at you. Like she's she was meant to be hated, and Bailey wants to embrace you. It's even as a heel, you could dye your hair. You know, you can you can make your hair black. You could cut it. You know what I'm saying? You could change your clothes. You could try to look the part, but if you ain't buying into it, I ain't buying it either, Mark. And right now, I ain't buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. You know what, Dave? I think that maybe you're right. And I, I, the nation says it all the time. Bully said it. Maybe Bailey is meant to be a babyface. Maybe she is Steamboat. I, I don't know. The jury's still out. But what I do know is Sasha's got to be the heel. Sasha's got to be the heel. She's got to be the one that says, you know what? Our friendship is only as good as how I'm feeling that day. And yeah, I did use you. And I gave you a taste of what it is to be a champion just so I could take it away from you. And you can feel the pain of what it's like. And I want you to feel that pain for the rest of your life. Like, become that heel. And everybody in the world that's ever seen somebody that got took will have sympathy for the person that got took. I've been took before. I'm sure that you've been took before. Everybody knows that feeling of, wow, this person stole from me. This person used me to further their own selfish endeavors. And if they go that route, you babyface Bailey again. You let Sasha be who she really is, the snake, the scorpion. And then we have a saga that can last for at least six months, maybe even longer. And then everybody else get over in the process. Get Tamina over. Get Lacey Evans over. And Naomi, I, <laughs> Naomi's going to get over from the entrance, brother. When they play her music, I'm fired up. The dance all the way down to the ring, I'm fired up. When she makes all the moves that she, she when she plays the hits, <laughs> it's hard to beat. And I think that the, the, the whole saga with, with Naomi and, and Bailey will come to fruition in this too. It'll pay off. It's like if you don't pay it off, then it's going to be like something left. I think bigger things are, are, are in the future for Lacey Evans. This is not her last hurrah. No, nobody in this match is retirement worthy. And then this WrestleMania, how about let's bring back Nia? 
like I mean, this is a a, a a real good time. Whatever the finish may be, bring Nia back. I, I, I'm 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 I miss her being in the ring. She's healthy now. You see her on social media posting pictures of her, and she's in good shape. She lost weight. Why not? There's so much that can be done in the women's division that could add, and I, I think that this would be the time to do it. It's, it's, it's like three or four things, three or four dynamics going on at the same time. Nobody will lose if you use all the pieces the right way. I agree, and we're going to see what happens at WrestleMania 36. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the SiriusXM app. You know, Mark and I not only talk here on Busted Open, but we also talk on the phone, just, you know, talking about pro wrestling and talking about you, the Busted Open Nation. And every once in a while... Mark's son, Jacob, joins in on the conversation. I got to be honest with you. When I talk to Jacob Henry, he comes up with some amazing ideas. And one match that we haven't talked about yet today, and that is the Boneyard match between AJ Styles and The Undertaker. And I'm bringing in right now the one and only Jacob Henry. Jacob, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on the show. And the reason I wanted you on the show is, like I said, you have some amazing ideas. And I know you and I had a conversation a few nights ago about AJ Styles and The Undertaker. And this match is going to be unlike any match that we probably have ever seen in WrestleMania history. And that is a Boneyard match. First of all, I never heard of a Boneyard match. I don't know yeah. if you ever heard of a Boneyard match. No. I don't know exactly what a Boneyard match is, but I'm expecting this to be a little different and a little wonky at WrestleMania 36. What are your thoughts, Jacob? Well, first, before I start, I just want to say I'm praying for Roman because you know, like him not being able to be in WrestleMania and them trying to keep him safe with the, his leukemia in the past. Mm -hmm. I just it kind of stinks. So I just I'm praying for him and everybody just needs to stay safe. But when you talk about the Boneyard match, I feel like it's something similar to a Buried Alive match. I feel like it's going to be like a movie. It's going to take place in like a yard. And I think AJ Styles right now has Mark Calloway's number or the American Badass, whatever you want to call it, because you can beat that man. You can't beat The Undertaker. So what's going to happen is AJ is probably going to go through the entire match destroying Mark Calloway. Mark Calloway is going to make flaws that The Undertaker would not make in certain matches like this. And AJ is going to have him in the corner and he might put him in a grip, something like that. It's going to be like it's over. And then, boom, some lightning cracks, and it hits the grave. And then the Undertaker comes out, and he just destroys AJ. And the OC, they don't, I don't know what they're going to have in the match, but they cannot do anything. And the Undertaker's just going to destroy him. And it's another win for Undertaker at WrestleMania. See, I love where you're coming from because you're right. What we've heard so far until probably this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, it's been about Mark Calloway. AJ Styles yeah. has talked about him, the man. 
talked about him and his real name, which is very, very rare when it comes to The Undertaker on WWE programming, and even sure. calling out his wife, Michelle McCool. So he's gotten as personal as probably anybody has ever gotten with The Undertaker. That being said, it is a boneyard match. So you would have to think at some point you're going to see the personality and the character that is The Undertaker. And great point, Jacob, in the fact that you can't kill The Undertaker. Why? Because The Undertaker's already dead. I mean, he's the dead man. You can't kill somebody that's already dead. So, like, it's going to be interesting, but... And you and you mentioned kind of the special effects, the lightning bolt. Now that sounds that may sound a little ridiculous if this was happening in a stadium in Tampa at WrestleMania 36, but they can take some liberties now that this is being pre-taped. It's going to be a heavy production piece. This is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. So when you're talking about lightning and you're talking about resurrection, these are things that they can really do come exactly. this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, in WrestleMania, I feel like. It just wouldn't be the right setting. But I was doing some research and I saw when Undertaker wrestled John Cena and how they did the Thunderbolt in the ring and they had his gear in the ring and then it disappeared. I just thought, now's your chance to like really, really, really mm-hmm. use these special effects and it can go to a really huge advantage in this match. I think they should go big or go home on this match. This is one of those matches that could happen. And people look back at that and be like, wow, like it just you can't have any words for it. Yeah, and I think you're right. And I think it's going to be a major production piece. And actually, the way it's set up now, I think it's going to play out better in the environment that we're in right now than if it was actually like a regular match at the stadium. Like you said, you know, maybe there could be some smoke and some pyro, but the way that they're going to be able to set it up now and the uniqueness of this matchup, I think it's going to play out a lot better. And I love what you said. Jacob, and I give you a lot of credit for this because I didn't really look at it this way. And the fact that you think for most of this match, it is going to be AJ Styles versus Mark Calloway. Like a lot of people are saying, are we going to see the American badass? And I think they were setting it up for the American badass. And you're going to, for most of this match, you're going to get Mark Calloway against AJ Styles. And then you're going to get the turn with The Undertaker. And I, and, and I give you all the credit for this, Jacob, because I really think after you said that, I think is this is the way they're going to go at WrestleMania 36. Yeah, but I feel like if they're doing Mark Calloway, there's going to be a lot of flaws. That's what I just expect. What That's what I want to see. I want to see stuff happen where you're like, oh, if it was The Undertaker, this match would be over. But it's Mark Calloway, so you can't – it's not the same. It's just – people are like – Because he's a man. He Mark Calloway yeah, is a man. He's a man, and he's not the phenom. So if you're making mistakes that the phenom would not, then it's just then then people are going to be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. He's he's losing it and he's not capitalizing on his opportunities to win or do something that will impact the match. So, I mean, it's just a toss up. I mean, that's what needs to happen. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Is there another matchup at WrestleMania 36? And and I don't know if you got to hear it, 
uh, Jacob, but your father did an amazing job earlier in the show. Because there, let's face it, this doesn't really feel like WrestleMania season. It's it's completely different than the way we've ever felt because of what we're going through and what we're going through yeah. in this world is unprecedented. But your father gave a speech at the beginning of this show about why we need WrestleMania and why he's excited about WrestleMania. So let me ask you, how do you, what are your thoughts about WrestleMania? Are you excited? Is there a bit of a surreal feeling around this year's WrestleMania for you? To me, it's, it's like a pay-per-view it's, it's WrestleMania. And I always get goosebumps when WrestleMania comes around, but it just doesn't feel the same. The excitement, the energy, the happiness, it's not there. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still, I'm just glad that we could still watch sports entertainment right now because a, a lot of stuff is shut down and you can't do it or watch it. So I'm just, I'm, I'm blessed that they're keeping sports entertainment around for our entertainment and it's just great. But it still kind of stinks, you know, not having that same energy, that factor. And I get that, and I think everybody's feeling that right now. Uh, let me ask you something, Jacob, and, and I appreciate you coming on today, and I hope we can do this more often. For sure. Jacob, you know, you've been at ringside watching your dad. You were in the audience um, in New Orleans watching your father be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, so you have a lot of WrestleMania moments with your dad, with your father, you know, which is awesome, you know, for you to be able to to share those moments with your dad and for you to be a part of it. Is there one moment that is above any other moment for you as not just, your, you know, Mark Henry's son, but as a fan of your dad's? Winning him, seeing him win the world championship, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Back then, the WWE Network wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. so I watched it on pay-per-view. And I remember watching that pay-per-view. I didn't really care about the entire show. I just wanted to see him win that match. And when he won that match, I went crazy. And I, was, I called him, and I was just – I couldn't even really speak. I was just speaking gibberish. Like, I was – I was just like, I know you could do it, and you could do it, and you won the title, and you did it. And I was, like, just caught up in emotion and happiness. And then, like, I got into tears later on. It was just, I was so happy. But just, I, like, every moment of watching something cool happen with him, whether it was Nation of Domination, Sexual Chocolate, the Hall of Pain, the Fun Mark, like, Everything is, it's just a joy. So I can't really, it's just that one moment stands out to me, but not, it's just a blessing to see him every time it happens. Every time he steps in the ring, every time he cuts a promo, every time he's doing something in the back. I mean, and then all the time in the like, all the family time we've had together has been really awesome connecting with my family and connecting with him and I used to be afraid of, afraid of pyro, and he helped me not be afraid of it because he'd take me near it, and I was just like, he he's like really important in my life. So wow, yeah, wow, wow, Jacob, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, and awesome catching up with you. Awesome talking about WrestleMania, and thanks for sharing those moments. 
Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.